What is going on, replacements? I'm back, baby! Ah, uh, yes, I had, uh, unfortunately, could not make the podcast last week due to, to some scheduling stuff, but I just gotta say, the CPO, me, Marcus Murray, approves of the podcast last week with Lewis and Shant. Those guys hit it out of the park. It was very entertaining to listen to. Great job to them. Thank you, Shant. And thank you to Lou, the ICF, who is here with me today. Lewis, how are you on this fine week six? I'm good, and I'm much more comfortable being on this end of doing the podcast than your end. So I'm glad you're back. I missed you. I'm happy you're here. So let's get going. Well, we can't get going uh, yet without announcing our third person today. That's right. Oh, he a friend of the pod. He is back. I'm so happy he is here. He's my favorite person in the league. Your CFO, Nick Hill Chablani. Nicky, how are you? I'm doing well, guys. Thanks for having me on again. And uh, Lou, great job last week. Thank you. Uh, can I just say before we get started, though, I have to shout out to Greg Westminster on the Brown Face. <laughs> I didn't think that uh, anybody would go there, but they did, and he actually pulled it, it off. So. It take was us, good. Take was us good. behind the scenes, Nikki. What happened? <laughs> did you just get a text out of the blue the other day? Yeah, I was at work, and you know, uh, in case you guys haven't noticed, the stock market crashed a couple of days ago, so it was like super crazy, did, right? Did it crash? And then I get a call that a crash. It, my fantasy hey, team crashed. Well, That's all I cared about. <laughs> well, I went down pretty pretty big, right? But anyway, Greg sends me a message saying, hey, can I do a brown face promo? And I'm like, what? <laughs> all right. Fine. Yeah, no problem. As long as you don't say that you like Hitler, you're fine. So. <laughs> someone, in, someone in our league has said that uh, before, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> hopefully not in the league for much longer. But uh, <laughs> if I have my way, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, if I have my way. <laughs> we, we will see. We will see. Well, welcome, guys. Week six is underway. The Philadelphia Eagles stopped the New York Giants last night. Nikki's New York Giants. Hoops New York Giants. Yeah. Oh, boy. Nikki, team is now, what, one in five? Like, mm-hmm. So uh, what's the deal? What's going on there in New York? So all I can say is is that I think um, the I thought the Cardinals were the worst team I've ever seen. Um, Giants are giving them a run for their money, man. Eli Manning looks just as bad as Sam Bradford, if not worse. Yeah, it's bad. That offensive line. I was literally laughing at how easy it was for those defenders to get through. Like it yeah. was it was bad. Yeah, it was funny. I made a comment somewhere about it, and they're like, no, 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 uh, Eli's getting – I'm like, Eli is not getting any time. I mean, I'm not saying it, it's the whole offensive line's fault and Eli's play hasn't declined, but I don't know if Eli's declined a lot or a little. All I know is that there were three guys ready to anally rape him yesterday <laughs> on almost every snap. He, he did not have three to five seconds to throw the ball. <laughs> But anyway, yeah. let's get to this. Let's get to fantasy. Let's talk football. to fantasy. Let's talk to fantasy because okay, yeah. the Giants win the Super Bowl again in their future is a fantasy. We're going to go. That was a cheap shot. Sorry. My that was sorry. a low blow. I just want to wait. Wait. Before we move on, I want to say one thing. Nikki might be your favorite person in the league, but he's my favorite person in the world. <laughs> <laughs> There's classic Lou always trying to one up me. Always. Always has to one up. This is uh, it's what I do. Shant and I used to have a one-up uh, 
little thing that we used to hand each other when we would talk. And literally that thing transferred our hands so many times during the course of our workday that it probably is in the Me Too movement right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right. We, we have derailed. <laughs> we, uh, let's, let's go. Let's get back. All right. So it's time for the fantasy fallout. All right. Week five. Um, very interesting week in the league. Uh, a lot, there were some close matchups this week and then some absolute just blowouts. Uh, so we're going to recap them. We'll just, we'll get mine out of the way. All right. Uh, week five, Gotham Rogues, now one and four, fell to the positive posse, who's on a uh, two game winning streak, which is good for him, Greg. He beat me by less than three points, all because of my tinker dicking of Eric. Ebron, yes, I know. I made a mistake. You you made several, but Mm -hmm. yeah, I made I have made several this season. Drafting Leonard Fournette, trading him away for nothing. Just I I just I don't want to get the seat. All right, I don't want to get the seat. That's that's all. My only goal is now playoffs. Wave bye bye to me long ago. But I'm still fine. I love fantasy. I'm still going to try every week. But yeah, I, I got to tell you this. This is kind of like the the this is buried underneath all the lo- the losing. Larry Fitzgerald. The Cardinals suck, but boy, this guy he's hurt. He can't get anything done with Josh Rosen. Is this the last season for the Japanese Fighting Fish? Yes. Yes. Taking the same draft class as Eli Manning at the end of an era. I mean, oh, thanks, Richard. Yep. They're both done. done. Time for them to move on, and he's droppable. Let's talk about Greg's tight end situation, all right? This guy's had some bad luck. It's the glaring weakness on his team. He started Vance McDonald, only put up uh, one catch for six yards. On his bench, he has Evan Ingram, who has been hurt. If you're Greg, what do you do? You trade for Jordan Reed. That's what you do. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what I was going to say. There you go. There it is. I mean, he's on the block, and I've had him on the block, and uh, no, nobody's made an offer for him. So I have Eric Ebron and Travis Kelsey, and I only got I and I got three trade offers this week, but I've been so busy that I get the notification, and then like two hours will go by, I'll press it, and it's gone, and it's a mystery. And my heart is empty, as always. So, you know, we're moving on. Congratulations to Greg. Great win. Piece of shit. Let's move on to you, Lou. You want to talk about a close game. All right? You were one play away from losing this Monday night. Alcohol Field. Born one, who's good for third place, 93 points. You beat Crew Dogs by 1.98 points. Okay. All because Chris Thompson didn't convert that uh, two-yard uh, or that two-point conversion, and then he got injured. So, how do you feel about that victory? I mean, I feel good about any victory because a win is a win. Okay. But I don't even want—I don't even want to talk about this game because it was so aggravating <laughs> to know that all I was all I—I ha- I had Jordan Reed and Alvin Kamara, and literally, I—the game should not have been close. You got eight points between both of them. I got eight points between both of them. If somebody would have told me I was going to get eight points between Alvin, if somebody would have told me Alvin Kamara alone was going to get eight points, 
I, I would have been like, yeah, okay, whatever. But listen, I, I kind of had a feeling, though, he would have a down game. I thought he'd get me maybe 10 or 11 points because I had a feeling they were going to rest him a lot. They were going to play Ingram more because he's not a workhorse. That's not how you use Kamara in the first four weeks like they did. But I did not think going into that night being up by five points that Chris Thompson was going to run wild. <laughs> run wild. <laughs> like he's 45 yards. No, I mean, I got lucky. He, If he would have went in for that two-point conversion and scored it, uh, I would have I would have lost mean, the game. If he, if he didn't get hurt, I probably would have lost the game because there was still seven minutes left in the game. So – so I got lucky. I'll Let's take not win. also forget that my dad, you want to talk about luck, crew dogs, Brandon Cooks left that Seattle game early with a concussion, put up a goose egg, and yep. then he did a Hail Mary throw. He wanted the karma play with Ricky Seals-Jones. The Cardinals won that game, but the Seal, zero points. So two goose eggs, and he still yeah. almost beat you. Yeah, yeah, because my team absolutely performed like poo-poo. My quarterback hey, did nothing. I, I, it was garbage. It was a garbage. So week. basically, was, you know, we're, we're, week. we're recapping. Nikki, any? Are you worried about lose team at all after that? You know, I, I, I still am. I still think that Lou is one of the top three contenders for the Falco, which I know. We don't really focus on the Falco that much, seeing as if the fucking seat of shame is the thing that everybody's trying to... Well, I think it's because like it's so. more clear who's in the running for the yeah. seat of shame at this point in time than the Falco. Yeah. So once we get to December, yeah. we're definitely going to be amping up toward that more. But, but you, have to, you have to understand that Lou has three starting caliber running backs, including Jordan Howard, who he, he benches on a week-to-week basis. So it's a it's a blessing and a curse because sometimes you need to figure out who you need to start, but I'd rather be in that position than the position. For that you're sure. In, Marcus, but you're running my, backs, the, so. my running backs. Ibly. I mean, I had one of the top performing running backs last week on my bench, but I was never going to fucking start him. Isaiah Crowell. Yeah. Lou, you're a Jets fan. How did that happen? Well, listen, Crowell and Powell, they split time 50, 50. The problem is, and they go week to week who's going to be the bust out and put on numbers. But listen, it was just one of those games. You could have played either one of them and, and been happy with their production. Wow, Pal put up, what, almost 100 yards? Himself? Yeah, he almost, he almost had 100 yards rushing. I think he had some yards receiving. So he should have been close to about 12 or 13 points, if not more. I think he, he fumbled. Oh, he did have a fumble. No, no, uh, whatever. Uh, still, he still had a good week. What are you going to do? Well, good, good for him. Good for him. So uh, let's let's move on. Let's go to Spatty, the savant, sitting alone in first place, the only undefeated team in the league. And it's going to stay that way because of that trade that he made with Wendell weeks ago that just ruined the rest of the league, ruined fantasy football for me. This guy's <laughs> team is freaking stacked. How? Well, it's, how here's does, how. how does, here's no, how. No, let me rant for a second. <laughs> how does the rest of the league let Spatty do this to you? Guys, look at the transactions. Look at the transactions. I see 100 proof there all the time. How are you letting him do this? He's in first place. Stop trading with Spatty. Well, Stop <laughs> trading with Spatty. <laughs> well, right. here's the biggest problem with the rant. I get everybody wants to trade and everybody wants to try to improve their team. But, you know, fantasy football is a little bit like chess. you got to look a couple of moves ahead. And these idiots that are trading with Spatty are not looking moves ahead. They're looking, oh, they're not realizing they're stacking him up. 
and they're, they're, they don't realize what they're doing. So sometimes you just can't trade with someone, even if it's going to help your team, because you're just going to, you're just loading them up and, and they don't get it. They don't learn their lessons. They trade. He's taking advantage of it. He's the savant. He, he does it week in, week out. What are you going to do? These people are, are just not – I'll tell you who's hot about it. Shot wants to come on the pod, and he wanted to rant about it today. Good. Uh, Shot. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, but you did a good job ranting. Uh, they're, not, they're not paying attention to what's going on with Spatty's team. They're looking at the individual trade. They're yeah. not looking how it affects his team overall and what kind of powerhouse they put together. They got nobody the, to blame but they're themselves. The, they're the people in the league who don't listen to this podcast. But let's just throw that up. And that's who's doing I it. Think, I think I'm one of those idiots, though, so I can't <laughs> oh, think. All right, uh, all right, Nikki, all right, here we go. So let's talk about Spatty's matchup with Christina. Christina's on a four-game losing streak right now, all right? And this week, she put even more Patriots eggs into the basket after making which I, a good trade with hoops, all right? She got Juju and Julian Edelman by moving Antonio Brown. I thought that was actually a very good trade. Lou, can you finally say something positive about Christina and trades? <laughs> I think we did talk about it last week. Was, that, was it last week? Okay, yeah, yeah it was. I, right. I, said it was, I said it was a good trade. I, I, I like the trade. I honestly do think she could have got more for it. I, I, I'm confident she could have got more for Antonio Brown, but you can't, you can't knock that trade. She won that trade. She Overall, did. Brown had a great week, so it looked good for Jason, but I think that hurts him in the long run. She played the right players, all right? Sanu was a great streaming option last week. She played him, got 15 points. Gronk was eh, all right. But, I mean, she's in a similar situation with me. Her running backs are not the best. No, she she's definitely doesn't have the best running backs. She has all what I would say are your, your RB3s and RB4s. I mean, she's Carlos Hyde had a couple of good games, got her excited, and I understand why he did. Uh, he did pretty well, but he's not going to be – he's not sustainable to, no. to continue with that. And to be, to be honest with you, he's really got his points on some touchdowns that that could hurt a lot. He's averaging, what, maybe 3.4 yards a carry. So it's not, it's not good. Carlos Hyde, and, he, and he's injury prone. So that's her best back, and he's probably not going to be on the team very long. Yeah, she's got she's to get a running back. And that's why I, I, I really feel like she should have turned Antonio Brown into a wide receiver one, a, a running back two, and maybe even a wide receiver two. She could have got a three for one, but she did good. She did do good. All right. It was a bad week. Nikki, S-Boy Wonder, Shant, 4-1 and one now. He suffered his first loss of the season against Curse of the Pharaoh, Gene. Who's a good three and two? All right, a good three and two. Which team scares you the most moving forward into the season? Uh, as much as I love both of those gentlemen, I probably have to go with um, with Gene's yes. team at this point. So Gene has sneakily came to put a really strong team together. Um, I think it might actually be because he tried to draft Farrell Cooper. He just fooled us all into thinking that maybe he, maybe he's not as good as everybody thought he was. But no, he really is pretty good at building a team. I'll tell you, his smart pickups. He 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 drafted Mark Ingram, and had a great uh, game back. Him, yeah, right. He, and then he played him in his first game back when every every expert said not to. Uh, he picked up Corey Clement and then JGI tore his ACL. So like he has another starting running back, mm-hmm. right? Um, he's got he's got 
um, Fournette waiting so that when Fournette comes back, and who knows how healthy he'll be, but, I mean, can you imagine a, a Fournette and Zeke on one team at their best? Just saying, Lou, you and Shant and, and Spatty, the main contenders, really have somebody to look out for because there's a chance that in the playoffs his team could just run through. So I, I like Gene's team a lot better than Shant's. And to be quite honest, uh, you know, I think Shant and I are more like the three, four team. I think one and two is really, is really uh, Gene and Spatty. I think they, they've got that they're, they're deep at wide receiver and at running back. Whereas I think Shant is wide receiver. He could be a little bit iffy. Right, he could be a little bit iffy there. Alshon Jeffrey, I think, is going to be up and down. John Brown on Baltimore is going to be up and down. They're good players, but he's got know, Mike Evans coming back, Allen Robinson coming back yeah, here on the bye. Yeah, and Allen Robinson's in a tough spot. He hasn't had the kind of year you're going to expect from an Allen Robinson type player. Um, he's coming off the ACL. That offense Greg, is going to be Greg Olson out. coming back. Yeah, that's like. great. He's a, he's gonna he's gonna break another. He's gonna break another. He's a Leonard Fournette of Titans. Yeah, yes, he's he's know. done. Well, he's also 187 <laughs> years old. So he's done. Um, he's got he's he's got Russell Wilson now. So he shored up his quarterback spot, which he needed to do desperately. Um, yeah, I mean, is Russell Wilson a shore up though? I don't think so. I think it's just a. I mean, maybe Russell Wilson last year, yeah, the year before would have been a definite shore up. But this year, man, we saw him, Marcus. He didn't look that good. He did not. Well, no, that offensive know. line is terrible. Um, but Russell Wilson is still going to get you his points, and he turns it on at the end. He, Russell Wilson will be fine. He, I, I mean, he'll be fine. I mean, I worry about him staying healthy. That's about it for Sean, but. I think he's he, you. You run with Russell Wilson. He was like the number one or two fantasy quarterback overall in the last three or four years combined. So can't knock it. Speaking of quarterbacks, let's move on to our next matchup. I'm a little C cup hoops with the most adorable profile <laughs> picture I've ever seen in my life versus Wendell, who is one and five. <laughs> Another loss uh, no. for Wendell. Well, that's his, his team name, yeah. but he's 0-5 right he is now. He 0-5, the big yeah. bang. Yeah. Um, of course, you know, Wendell finally starts Jared Goff after weeks of not doing it, and he only puts up 16 points for him. <laughs> Meanwhile, Aaron Rodgers on Hoop's team, I mean, three pass touchdowns, 440 yards. The stat does say he did lose two fumbles, though, so that, this could have been a 38 points to 16. I mean, who stomped him? And boy, did he let the rest of the league know, as he always does when he's winning. Correct. Uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers is going to do what Aaron Rodgers does. Antonio Brown is going to do it. Antonio Brown does. And CMC will do what CMC does, apparently, now. Other than that, Hoops' team's thin. He's A week like last week, he can't expect something like that. I look at Spatty's team, and I see him putting those numbers up week in and week out. This will be the best week Hoops puts up the rest of the way. He's he's going to struggle. Um, he's got players that have potential too erratic. Uh, Wendell, on the other hand, his team is uh, it's a mess. It's a mess. Wendell made some moves this week. We're going to see how that paid off for him. Uh, I mean, he ha- I think he has as many Patriots on his team as, as Christina does <laughs> <laughs> at this point. <laughs> That's shocking. So, yeah, that's very shocking. But, yeah, Wendell, he got lucky with that big Josh Gordon play. I mean, I don't want to say lucky. He freaking lost. But, I mean, Sonny Michelle looked good. 
But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm facing Wendell this week, and I know I'm a lo- I'm I'm confident. I'm confident. I mean, my running backs aren't the best, but we'll talk we'll talk about that later when we get to the forecast. Let's get to uh, the last match of uh, Week Five. Field the Hearns, Randy, who has been under the radar, just sucking the dick of life in this league. <laughs> he really has been. <laughs> I mean, there's not much else you could say about it. That's very well put. Versus Connor with an E. Nikki, you got you came back, you got a win. 140 to 85. Biggest blowout of the week. How are you feeling about your team, Nikki? Are you, are you missing Le'Veon still? Dude, I needed that, man. I think Le'Veon's only going to cause me issues at this point, but we'll see what happens when it actually happens. I honestly think that uh, the first four uh, are, uh, uh, teams in the playoffs are pretty much set at this point. Mm-hmm. I think the, the last four uh people at the bottom of the rankings are set for like competing for the seat of shame no offense marcus I no, think it's, it's correct. It. <laughs> but i think five six seven and eight are going to be fun to watch I'm, yeah. i just happen to be a part of it i also think that i'm probably not going to finish in the playoffs this year i think it's probably i think greg's going to make it and i think uh roy's going to make it are we even at the halfway point of like the regular fantasy season I think- no no 13 uh week what is it, 13? Week 14? Well, championships week, week 14. So we're at the halfway point next Well, 13. Week, right? Yeah, so. 13 is because it's uh, the playoffs are 14-15. Uh, championship week is week 16. Okay. So next week is uh, the halfway point. Oh, boy. I actually think it's going to be Greg and you, Nikki, that get in. I think I think Hoops falls down, um, and I think, it, you know, I – I'm going to say it now because Karma's not going to come get me, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but Roy's team is Roy's team. I just don't ever see him winning. I mean, he does. I just don't think it's going to – it's sustainable either. So I, I think you got a better team than him. We, Greg does. I think you two got in. We've been saying that for four years. <laughs> like, seriously, every podcast. And he always makes the done. playoffs. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> – I won't count. I won't ever go against Roy, but and even and I'm saying this because I know he doesn't even listen to this. So I'm, uh, I don't even think he knows what a past podcast is. Podcast <laughs> but uh, no, going back to my match with Randy, I mean, I didn't think I was going to win, and then fuck, James Connor went off, and I was like, okay, there you go. And then and then I made this amazing trade with Marcus to get uh, Odell Beckham Jr., the guy that I've wanted since the draft. And he threw a touchdown and caught a touchdown, so I'll take it. Oh, he didn't do much this week, but I'll, I'll take last week. So. Oh, yeah, I would have won last week if uh, I didn't made that trade. But I love AJ, and I, I, I'm sorry, Nikki, after the last night. Oh, I, I, I don't think the future is too bright for OBJ, honestly. So I'm kind of mm. glad I made the trade, but time will tell. But, I mean, let's talk about Randy for a second, okay? The guy, he's been busy. He's got, like, 20 kids. But, I mean, his team, it – it's a mess. All right. You got you got Drew Brees, who's always dependable, but first round pick, Julio Jones, still not producing much in terms of touchdowns, wasn't really targeted a lot the last game. He traded away Calvin Ridley because he had Julio for Adrian Peterson. Didn't really do much. Jimmy Graham, Sterling Shepard. And I see Randy's dumped a lot of people, so he has some bench spots open. I mean, Lou. If you're Randy, what would you do to salvage the season? 
I have no idea what he can do to salvage the season. <laughs> Look at, looking at his roster right now, uh, it's rough. It's rough. Uh, maybe try to turn Julio Jones into something. Because uh, the running maybe. backs, Devontae Freeman's hurt. AP's hurt. I mean, Devontae Freeman's out Sunday. It's yeah. announced. So yeah, he has Jamal out. Williams and AP, who's questionable. And that's it. Yeah, he just – he doesn't – I don't know. Marcus. I really don't have an answer for this. He should try to trade Drew Brees. And if somebody, I don't know, nobody really needs a quarterback. I have no idea. I'm at a loss. Nikki, oh, you, you take a, it. This is, this is really good news for you, Marcus, and for Wendell, yeah. and for everybody else at the bottom. Because I'm looking at this team, and his best player besides Julio Jones is the Los Angeles Rams defense. <laughs> and they only put up a point last week. And, and the best player after that is Matt Bryant. So I don't know. Like, I don't know. Uh, I just, I, I, I mean, I, I know Lewis said this. I want to say this too. I personally don't want to see Randy get the seat of shame again. He did such a good job in the offseason with it. Someone else needs to do it. I would love to see Wendell get the seat of shame. <laughs> I'm going to do everything I can to make sure I contribute to that this week. But Randy, Randy, if you're listening, buddy. You got to fucking do something. This this is bad. Yeah, really he's got to make a lot of moves. Hey, uh, it's only going to get worse when you look at week six. So, uh, oh, anyway, boy. Let's, uh, well, let's Nikki, that's a perfect segue. Let's get to week six. We got some fire matchups coming for the league. Um, this could be a make or break week for a lot of teams in the league, especially me and Wendell. I don't mean to put the spotlight on us, but I mean, that's just the way it is. You know, the seat of shame could very well be determined here in week six with me taking on uh, one and five. But before we get to the forecast, we got to talk about the players that people are playing and we got to talk about who they're tinker dicking with and what better way to do that than with spatties, starties and cities. Get ready for the drop. Oh, boy. All right, spatty. He has uh, put a communication embargo on the ICF because they are facing each other this week. So he has submitted his uh, starties and his cities to me. Uh, I would love to get Spatty back on the podcast. We haven't seen him since week one. Schedules, you know, it's just it's how it works out. We are, we are a multi-state league, so it, it's tough. But Spatty does his homework. He's the savant. He's in first place. He's not... He may be in first place, but he's still good enough to share his wisdom with the rest of us peasants. So here we go, guys. I'm going to give you Randy's uh, starties and cities, and I will have you give your opinions on each of them. He gave me two in uh, each position group. So we'll start off. His starties for the quarterback position, Matt Ryan, who belongs to Lewis Napolitano, and Andy Dalton, who is on Greg's team still, or is he on waivers? Let's see here. Yep, Greg still has him. So, uh, Lou, since you have Matt Ryan, Nikki, what do you think about Matt Ryan being a absolute stardom this week? Honestly, I think Matt Ryan's a start of the week every week at this point. And the reason behind it is not because of his offense, but it's because of his defense. His defense is so terrible that he's going to have to throw touchdowns in order to keep them in games. Uh, and they have, because it, they've lost like five players that were, that were amazing mm-hmm. defensive players that I don't know. I mean, I think, I think Matt Ryan, 
is going to be Matt Ryan and Calvin Ridley are going to be starties for probably every I mean, they were supposed to have a giant matchup last week against the Steelers, and it didn't really pan Mm. out for them. So, I don't know. I think he can bounce back definitely against the Buccaneers, who, you know, looked amazing the first two games. But as Lou warned everyone, uh, especially those Bucs fans, that magic was not going to last. Lou, um Andy Dalton takes on the Steelers. If you're Greg, are you starting him over Cam Newton? You know, you really can't start him over Cam Newton name-wise, but if you look at the numbers-wise, you should. All right, well, let's get to the running backs. Uh, Spatty starties are Sony Michelle, the New England Patriots, who belongs to Wendell, and then Aaron Jones, the guy shot has been hyping up for weeks now, <laughs> just ready to bust out. Nikki, is this the week Aaron Jones finally busts the fuck out? Uh, what's the phrase you guys use? <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, no, I think Aaron Jones has hit his peak in the NFL. I don't think he'll get any better than he has now. I could be wrong, but, I mean, yeah, he might be slightly more explosive, but coming from a guy that's been burned by Green Bay's running backs for probably three years in a row, I just don't trust Mike McCarthy with running backs, and I don't trust him to, to recognize who's the the more talented running back. It's a time. All right. So well, little... he hit the nail on the head. I just want to say me and Gene talked about this last night, Gene being a Packers fan. McCarthy just doesn't know what to do with running backs, and he has – he has an affinity for Jamal Williams because he's a better blocker and he's a better pass receiver. So it's going to be split 50, 50 talent wise. I think Aaron Jones is a play every week on a different offense. Aaron Jones is a, a a top 10 back and not with that offense, not going to happen. He, and if I know Spatty, he put Aaron Jones in there as his, his smoke screen start. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Lou, uh, his other running back was Sony Michelle, who I, I posted in the uh, replacements Facebook page, uh, NFL Network's Marcus Grant saying Sony Michelle and James White are going to be the RB1 and RB2s this week. What do you think about that? Uh, Sony Michelle is definitely a start. He's, he's looks like he's taking command of the running game there. I think looks like Belichick has confidence in him, something we haven't seen, Jesus, since they had, I don't even know what running back I could say they had. They, <laughs> I, was gonna, I was literally thinking Corey Dillon. Uh, thank you for getting that out. Because for some reason, I couldn't think of his last name. I kept thinking Corey something or other. Corey Dillon. Yep. <laughs> he hasn't had confidence in a running back like he does in Michelle uh, since Corey Dillon. So, yeah, I like it. And James White's going to get his catches, so he'll put up his points. But James White's iffy. He's he's a 50-50 guy. I don't know if I'd play him or not, to be quite honest with you. Um, uh, they're both good. Yeah, he'll be All the best right. receiving guy. Well, uh, moving on, I mean, from that Patriots-Chiefs game, yeah, Spatty has uh, Tyreek Hill as a starty wide receiver and Jordy Nelson. Of the Oakland Raiders, uh, which one do you guys want to weigh in on? Well, I have Tyreek Hill, so I let you talk about him. <laughs> I, I'll just say I think they're both starts and leave it at that. All right. Well, uh, it's funny that Spatty listed Tyreek Hill as a starty for his uh, wide receiver because we move on to tight end. He has Kansas City's own Travis Kelsey as a starty as well. And as Greg and I have learned over the past two seasons, one cannot have a good game without the other one having a bad game. So I'll ask you guys this then. Can you see both of these guys having a uh, nice fantasy game against New England Patriots? 
Yes. Yes, and the main reason is Mahomes. Because I think Mahomes is passing the ball to to every receiver on Mahomes. the team. And I think they just lost another guy too. So, yeah, I think they'll both be good. All right. His other tight end start is Austin Hooper of the Atlanta Falcons. So, uh, not a lot of variety in the games this week. But, uh, you know, he's the savant. I'm not going to question him. Uh, Austin Hooper belongs to I'm a little C-cup. Hoops. Um, I, I, I'm calling this a smoke screen if I've ever seen one. Yeah, Austin Hooper is an up and down player. I don't, I don't see it. Um, his kicker, he has one kicker, uh, Fairbairn. What's his first name? I don't even know. I don't even care. It's a <laughs> it, I mean, wait, is he on waivers? Maybe I will pick him up. No, he's on, he's on, he's first. on my team. Oh, I have God him. damn it! All right, <laughs> <laughs> it's Kayami. I don't know if I'm Kai- saying that right. Kayami. Konami. 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 All right, whatever. And then his. His uh, defense start of the week, it's a no-brainer, the Packers' defense. I mean, you let the frickin' Arizona Cardinals put up 21 fantasy points against you. I mean, the, the, the Niners were not good last week. The Packers should have a, a nice time there. I agree with that. Those are your spatty starties, and let's get to the cities. Oh, baby. Sits. I don't even call this like a fire take. This isn't. This is a steaming cold take right here. His first set QB, Blake Bortles, <laughs> uh, one of the most inconsistent guys in fantasy. And you know, I guess he had what three interceptions last week, and he still put up like twenty plus fantasy points. I don't yeah, know. He's so up and down. It, it's hard to put any trust into playing a Blake Bortles, but he does put up fantasy points. So it's. It, I, I'd always sit him. His other QB sit surprisingly, is Jared Goff. Oh, wow. He did put in parentheses, though, next to his name. Snowy game in Denver? Uh, well, I guess Dave, it does depend up. on... Yeah, I guess it does depend on the weather. This dog. Yeah, that's not, that's not my dogs. Well, no, acor- according to the weather forecast, it, I've got a, lot, a big shout-out to the Yahoo app. Okay, guys, I don't think we give them enough love. I freaking love this app. Right here on the matchup, forecast, mostly sunny with a high of 57 degrees. That's awesome. Come on. What yeah. a forecast on a fancy football app. <laughs> that's, all right, yeah. that's cool. Just shout out to Yahoo. Uh, sits. Oh, Lou, you're going to love this one. I'm going to let you take this. Oh, Jesus. Spatty City at the running back position. Hoops' very own Dalvin Cook. <laughs> uh, he's a sit every week. I don't, I don't like Dalvin Cook this year. He's coming back from blowing out his knee. That offense is built around throwing the ball. I mean, it's just, you know, you're throwing, you're throwing gasoline on fire for sitting Cook. He's not running well, and they like to throw the ball. Sit Dalvin Cook. <laughs> I, I, he was, I, I said it before on the podcast. I've said it several times. He was on my don't touch list this year. Next year, different story. This year, don't touch. All right. Uh, Nikki has uh, – Spatty's other sit at the running back position is one of your favorite players in the National Football League, Ezekiel Elliott, Ugh. against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Is is he is Zeke not matchup proof against this defense? I I mean, if if there is one weakness that the Jacksonville Jaguars defense has, it's they're susceptible to run to the run game, and with the way that the Dallas Cowboys 
passing offenses, I mean, I think they have to feed Zeke. So, I mean, I think just based off of 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 uh, volume, alone, yeah. yeah, volume. You you have to you have to start him. I mean, you can't you can't sit him, even though he's playing against the best defense in the league. But I mean, I hope he doesn't do well as a as a fan. I'm, but I, I'm a fan. I, I, it's it's interesting to me. It's one of the reasons I love Spatty starties and cities because he will sit a stud if he needs to. Unless, but you know what? I actually take that back because he's not taking his own advice. Let's get to his next uh, city, um, DeAndre Hopkins against the Buffalo Bills. What is this? Is he just is he messing with us, Lou? Yes. Absolutely. I mean, he's yes. plugged in. I'm looking at his roster. How yeah. he cannot not sit New Hopkins? No, he's, he's of course he is. He's he'll say Tredarius White. It's a smokescreen. He's probably sitting him because he's thinking that they're going to put up a bunch of points by halftime. And he's not sit- sitting. He's on his roster. No, I think he's just yeah. messing with us. He's just. Try- mm-hmm. I think he put it on the cities just to see us listen to us talk about it because he's bored mm-hmm. at work. All right. He's just like, oh, let me you know, you throw some flame on the fire. Like, oh, flame on the fire. Jesus. So uh, gas on the fire over here. Spatty, dude. I mean, I got me amped up. So, all right. Good job. Uh, Demarius Thomas is his other sit. I mean, hasn't Demarius Thomas been a sit all season? Yes, and he should still be. I mean, he got some garbage mm-hmm. time points last week, but he's a sit. All right. I love football. All right, I love football. I love fantasy football. Spatty sent me what I'm assuming is a sit at the tight end position. I have no idea who this guy is. Nick Vanett. Oh, (laughs) God. (laughs) That's the dude on my team. Damn it. Tight end for the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, he's a sit. Disley got hurt. All right, so we go from sitting, you know, giant names like Zeke and New Hopkins to Nick Vanett. Spatty, this isn't spicy, man. I, I'm not liking this. So let's go to the next tight end, Vance McDonald. I mean, he had that awesome that stiff arm. Everyone's not even talking about stats. They're just talking about a stiff arm to Chris Conti two weeks ago. Had a terrible game last week. Vance McDonald, is he a sit against the Bengals? Do you guys agree? I mean, I think he's he's the definition of hot and cold. For sure. I mean, I think he's had, like, two good games and four really shitty games if he even played all the all the games. So I mean it's I think it's impossible to tell. But if there was a game that you're gonna play a pass catching tight end, it would probably be uh the game that's the, I mean who are they playing this week? Probably like the Bengals. Uh, the Bengals, yeah, you, you put put him in against the Bengals. They have a weak pass defense. And uh why not, man? Just uh run, roll the dice. There, there's like five tight ends that you can play <laughs> really. So all right. Well, uh, his kicker sit of the week is Robbie Gold of the San Francisco 49ers going up against the Packers Monday. I mean, it makes sense. Start their D. And then the defense sit of the week is the Seattle Seahawks versus the Raiders. I'm not sure if I fully agree with this one. Uh, the Seahawks defense is just not good, so I would never play them. So I, I would agree. All right. I mean, the Raiders, one and four. I mean, Derek Carr has a lot of passing yards, but I think that's all the, like, Jared Cook on, like, dump-offs. <laughs> Probably. But, uh, I feel yeah. like that's a, that's a game that they should just, like, not play. Like, they should just skip that game. I think that's in London, too, if I'm correct. Oh, God. That could very well be a very low-scoring game. So, I don't know about the sit of that defense. I'm just going to throw that out there. 
All right. Well, those were Spatty, Starties, and Cities. Thank you so much, Spatty. I hope we have uh, entertained you in your cubicle or whatever the hell you're doing right now. Um, and, yeah, uh, thank you very much for that. So, guys, let's do a quick forecast for the week. I want your predictions. So we have six matchups. I'll give uh, three to each of you, um, and you'll tell me who you think is winning. So we'll start with the first one. Uh, Lewis. Me, Gotham Rogues, one in four, taking on one in five, Wendell. The, this is a rematch of the replacement bowl, believe it or not, from last season. And boy, can it be more, it can't, it couldn't be more anticlimactic. So who do you got in this one? I am going to go with you in a very close one. Yay! I like that. I think it will be close as well. I'm Wendell will dis- absolutely destroy me with his running backs versus my running backs. The rest of the team, though, I feel very confident in uh, beating his. So let's just say that. Nikki, mm. alcohol fueled four and one is taking on the five and zero oh, savant one hundred proof. Can the ICF finally hand the savant his first loss of the season? Man, if you look at the matchups that Spatty has, um, Lou, I, I love you. I do. But I think I have to pick Spatty. Go 6-0. and oh. I pick Spatty as well. He doesn't even have a kicker. He'll get one. <laughs> he, won't, he won't need one. As, <laughs> he won't need it. As of this recording, he is starting Jameis Winston versus the Falcons rather than ben, Big Ben versus the Bengals. I like it. I like the move. Uh... Yeah, we'll see what happens. Lewis, I don't know. I think it's going to be a close one, too. I'm going to be honest with you. All right. Lou, Crew Dogs, 3-2, and two, taking on Curse of the Pharaoh, who is also 3-2, and two, a battle of fourth and fifth place. Who do you got? Gene. His team's too good. Ooh, I did not know this. This is a plot uh, wrinkle. Blake Bortles is starting for Crew Dogs. <laughs> and that's perfect. I think that's the perfect team for Blake Bortles to be on, if I'm being honest. Uh, He'll put up 50 this week. Yeah, of course he will. Of course he will. <laughs> Cameron Braid at tight end. Oh, man. Uh, this, oh, we're, we're, this is going to be interesting. All right. I'm liking the matchup so far. Nikki, Gronk and See My TDs, one and four versus I'm a little C cup. Hoops, who's three and two. Who do you got? Well, honestly, uh, and I really like both of these people, but neither team is very good, um, <laughs> to be honest. So I, I don't know if this is going to be a matchup that's going to be like fun to watch or if it's going to be a rematch of like the Cardinals 49ers game last week where it was just terrible to watch. Uh, I probably have to go with hoops on this one. Um, I just think that Antonio Brown's probably going to get a couple touchdowns. I think Rodgers is probably going to do pretty well against San Francisco. Uh, I do actually think that Austin Hooper is going to do pretty well against Tampa Bay since their defense sucks. But um, I don't know, man. If if Christina does have – 47 Patriots on <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, they are playing one of the worst defenses in the league, so it's going to be a, another close one, I think, but I think I have to give it. I, 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 I will have to give this to Christina, too. Very, I don't know, savvy, but she, she's um, she's not being super loyal to the Patriots. Started their defense last week. 
dropped them because she saw they're going up against Patrick Mahomes and a high-powered offense. Lou, she picked up the New York Jets defense against the Colts. Do you think that's a savvy move? It's better than the Patriots. So, yeah, I think it's better than playing the Patriots. It was a, it's a good move. It's a good defense. If they got a pass rusher, if they get a pass rusher, they're dominant. So, yeah. All right, let's get to uh, the last two games. They have uh, already kind of gotten underway. Um, S-Boy Wonder, Shant, 4-1 and one in second place, taking on Randy, who's 1-4 in ninth place. Randy started three players last night during the game. Eli Manning, Wendell Smallwood, Sterling Shepard, all three amounting to 20 points combined. That game's over already. Alshon Jeffrey put up 23 points by himself. And then there's kicker Jake Elliott with 10. Game's over already? Yes. He he started Eli Manning. (laughs) (laughs) Who did he have? He has... Didn't he have uh, Drew Brees? Is he on a bye? Is that it? Yep, that's why. Oh, boy. Randy, I would have started Josh Rosen over Eli I would have started Dak Prescott over Eli <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right, Lou, I need you to pick this one. This uh, this game is also very much underway. Connor with an E. Nikki taking on the positive posse after a brown-faced racist promo. Nikki is in the lead. With two of his players uh, already played, Carson Wentz with 30 points, OBJ with a disappointing seven. But Greg, Saquon Barkley, the one shining spot on that New York Giants team, 33 points. Look at that. 130 rush yards, 99 receptions, and a touchdown. It's beautiful. I, I'm going to take Nikki. I think Nikki's going to do well. His team's going to outperform better matchups. Nikki, do you agree that you're going to beat Greg? Nope. Uh, congrats, Greg. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Nikki, you're going to win. I need you to beat Greg. He's only won two games. He's won on the road. He thinks he's like the savant all of a sudden. I'm not <laughs> buying it. I'm not buying it at all. I'm, I'm coming back this week. This is, this is going to be an interesting week. So, guys, thank you so much for joining us here on the podcast. I love this podcast. I love the league. I love you guys. Do you, either of you have any parting words for the rest of the league heading in to week six? Good luck. Jesus Christ. I, like, I do these giant buildups all the time. <laughs> and both of you, you give me nothing. You give me nothing. No wonder, uh, no wonder the ratings are so low. We get fucking like 12 <laughs> listens a week. This is ridiculous. Unbelievable. Well, anyway, on behalf of the CFO and the ICF, I am the CPO, Marcus Murray, saying so long, good luck, and I love this league! (laughs) Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye.